We'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for November 22nd, 2021. Uh, got a lot to cover today. Took last week, really didn't take it off, but in order to get the newsletters that I put up last week, um, I kind of had to concentrate on that. And uh, it's very, very hard for me to get everything done um, on the same week. So I pretty much have to just dedicate certain weeks now to getting out newsletters and then the audios I have to kind of, then I can dedicate it to that. But the information just keeps building up and I am just buried, buried in content. A lot of breaking things since we last uh, reported to you. I'll go ahead and open us up in our strategic warfare prayer before we get into the study though. So I'll open us up. Father God in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come against and oppose all satanic operations, manipulations, subversions, tactics, and plans which are designed to hinder, prevent, or frustrate God's original plans and purposes from their swift manifestation taking place in their correct time and season. We come against all satanic alliances and confederations worldwide. Let every evil effort and endeavor fail. Cause the news media to be caught in their lying and manipulation so that only the truth is brought forth. We ask that every satanic strategy or prohibition and limitation placed upon the body of Christ by the dark side shall not prevail. We pray that all invisible, invisible walls of opposition, restriction, and delay will be exposed and destroyed. O God, confound the devices of the wicked plans of the enemy that they have crafted, so that their hands are not able to perform their evil enterprise. Save those that can be saved, O Lord, but those that cannot be saved, overtake them in their own crafty and devious ways. Let them fall into their own pits that they have dug for the righteous. Let the fire of God devour them. Let them turn on and consume one another and have them in total confusion and derision. According to Psalm 35, 4, 53, 55, 9, 72, verse 2, Psalm 83, verse 17, and John 8, 32. We loose the hosts of heaven to war against the hosts of darkness and bring an end to all deceptive, secretive, and destructive measures designed to destroy all of God's creation and defile the world. According to 1 John 3, 8, for this reason was the Son of God made manifest that he would destroy the works of the enemy. Father God, overrule all strategies and tactics and curses of the enemy by the power of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood. And overthrow all spoken words, enchantments, divinations, spells, hexes, vexes, curses, witchcraft prayers, and every idle word spoken contrary to God's original plans and purposes, according to Isaiah 54, 17. And break the curses associated with all these ceremonies, rituals, utterances, and their plans to bring about a chaotic, bloody revolution uh, worldwide and to usher in the martial law and the new world order and the great reset. Father God, we pray their plans shall be uncovered and not prevail and shall be frustrated and unable to achieve any impact and that their wickedness and violent verbal dealings would return upon their own heads, according to Psalm 716. Father God, we humbly ask you to reveal every hidden agenda and plan, cover up in the secret shadow government regarding their attempts to manipulate end-time events, which would lead to the destruction of your Christians and the innocent. Please send divine, powerful, angelic forces against their diabolical plans to frustrate and expose them so that they will be dismantled. Dispatch your legions of warring angels and any other kinds of angels that are necessary to enforce your perfect will on the United States of America and on all the earth. Re release your divine strategies and revelations upon any righteous person in government worldwide 
Fill them with your Holy Spirit and cause your divine wisdom and courage to come upon them. Cause them to be like a holy trumpet, shedding light upon the dark, hidden secrets of the wicked. Send a spirit of confusion among the camp of the enemy. Let their tongues be divided, and when they communicate, let it be incoherent and misunderstood. Arrest those that operate in the spirit of Jezebel or Belial and all other wicked spirits, and cause them to be caught in their own lies and conspiracies. Let them not be able to resist the spirit of truth or gain any ground in the natural or spiritual realm. Cause every evil spirit that is released from their diabolical assignments to be cast into the abyss, until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire, and that none would be able to come to take their place. Please cause these prayers and all future prayers to take on characteristics of divine projectiles in the spirit realm, so that they will accomplish your will. We seal this prayer by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, and ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And there's a lot of scriptures in there, like after a lot of the things that I'm praying where you could go to say well where where do we have any biblical justification for praying that well i left out a ton of scriptures that are commingled with here they're listed here where you can kind of go to the bible and say oh okay that there's a spiritual uh premise or or principle or precedent for praying in this manner um because you know like a lot of times we just want to look at the new testament but there's spiritual principles in the Old Testament that are are valid. The whole Word of God is 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 valid for learning and in you know uh, line upon line, precept upon precept, trying to you know increase our increase our knowledge base in these types of things. And again, that's why I did this the uh, the uh, study I did on Psalm 64 and in precatory prayer, uh, Christian's door of hope, which you'll hardly ever hear preached anywhere. Um, I know Pastor John Weaver was the first person I heard it from at a uh, independent fundamental Baptist conference in Okeechobee, Florida. And then I got all kind of confirmation from the Lord after that regarding that specific psalm. Now, for me, that was a big one. Now, there's Psalm 91. There's a ton of other psalms. It's not like they're not all valid. But um, the I'm telling you, it's life-changing stuff. I can Psalm 64 at contendingfortruth.com and... Um, if you feel like you're being attacked of the enemy and, and there's just no, I'm not saying it's the only thing, but it's, it's a big one. And there's a lot of things that open you up to attacks as well. And, um, this is why I put out that, that the uh, PDF regarding dealing with devils, you know, just key in dealing with devils. You should be able to find it. I made it, it's, I made its own special, uh, file and that takes you through a list of things you can do which um regarding protection of you and your family and and you, let's face it you the more protected you are the more freed up you are to do what god's called you to do you know if you're bogged down constantly in 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 horrible attacks and, and you feel like you can't get any breakthroughs and you feel like you're you're just being and that's the, how the devil wants to keep you he wants to keep you that way where you're totally ineffective for god that's his goal once you're a christian well his goal really is to kill you but if he can't kill you he wants to keep you absolutely totally ineffective for god or even worse yet a horrible uh testimony for god okay where people would look at you and say oh if that's a christian i don't want anything to do with it you know um it's, it's a complicated matter but i'm just saying that 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 um file i just told you about okay so what i did is I just looked it up real quick and it's I, I just copied and pasted it 
after the prayer for this date of um, November 21st, or I'm sorry, 22nd, 2021. And it's entitled uh, Scott Johnson's Teaching Biblical Proactive Actions for Dealing with Evil Entities and Overcoming Sin. So kind of a combo there, you know. <clears throat> anyway, that's life, life changing 20 years to probably put all that information together. <clears throat> and um, just it's yours for free. Here you go. <laughs> um, a lot of those things I've, I've, I've seen them all separately, but I tried to put it together in one document. Like, if I could only give a person one document after they got saved, this would... I'm not saying it's the only thing I give them, but it would be right up there. It would be right up there. <clears throat> All right, let's go further. Um, I, I want to touch on this, and it's was this whole um, uh, Travis Scott Satanic Ritual concert. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a couple clips here, and... Um, really from the same girl but there's a, the thing is is you could say yeah this is one girl there are a ton of people that posted after this i just for as far as trying to cover as much ground as possible she covers a lot of ground very quickly um i entitled this it was demonic it felt like hell no one could breathe travis scott satanic ritual astro world concert goers claim show that killed eight people was like a satanic ritual and as you're going to see she's saying there was way more than eight people killed she and I heard that from other people as well. The pro the biggest problem with this is that most of these people, well, most of them claiming to be Christians, um, were just you know throwing f bombs and you know, stuff like that. So I'm gonna try to edit out all the cuss words in this. I gotta I gotta do it three different spots just in this one three minute video alone. You know, so I'm gonna go ahead and let her talk here. I'm coming on here to talk about my experience at AstroFest. It is extremely traumatizing. I've never experienced anything like that in my entire life. Probably because I've never been surrounded by so many lifeless bodies. I haven't been able to stop thinking about what was happening all around me. It was so demonic. The energy was so demonic. The set was demonic. Travis was demonic. We were literally in hell. Like, it felt like we were in hell. Nobody could breathe. We were all suffocating. Now, literally, I have heard that over and over and over from different people that they were interviewing that was there. Now, <clears throat> some of it, I do believe there's a gigantic, huge demonic component. Taylor said that there was actually a black shadow that was seen around the dead bodies that were on the ground that people saw and that i guess some even got video footage possibly of it whether the black shadow showed up on the video footage i don't know i i, I mean i can barely keep up with everything but that would have been the angel of death okay which is also called as asriel um <clears throat> you can key in asriel in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com i'll tell you about my experience with asriel or just can supernatural uh, you'll see my supernatural experiences and testimony. I've dealt with the angel of death, and it typically will appear as a black shadow. It can also appear as a skeleton, a black-robed skeleton with a sieve. Um, that's the classic way. The One of the main religions in Mexico is the Santa Muerte 
death cult, the patron saint of death that they worship. Um, <clears throat> we'll talk more about Mexico in a second. But I've, I've done studies on all these things. Santa Muerte, you can key that in. Uh, Angel of Death, Azrael, the whole nine yards. So they, Azrael was there taking souls to hell. Okay, that's that's what was going on here. How many went that night? I don't know. But this is just something that you would expect to see more and more of as we move further into the end times, especially if you're going to go to a satanic concert like this and put yourself willingly and pay money willingly to go do this. Now, and they got way more than they bargained for, these people. And, and I think just about everybody that was there most regret it but um this is what we're ex we would expect to see in the end times everybody around me is suffocating you're standing on our tiptoes and all you see is <gasps> everyone around you chins up <gasps> gasping for air. okay now here's a component also where i believe you're gonna you're gonna combine spiritual with technological the 5g as we've said as keeps coming online they're, now they're making you just, you've got to have at least a 4G phone now. Most places in the United States, they're trying to get you, to, everybody to, to get a smartphone. They're doing it on purpose by design. Um, the 5G specifically targets the oxygen molecules. And, and you can target, you can target 5G. They probably had that place triangulated and set up to where the 5G was literally targeting the people there and they were not able to get enough oxygen in combination with the demonic realm see I'm, I'm a real big picture type of person when you come to stuff i'm not just going to say oh it's just the 5g or it was just the demonic it's probably a combination of everything then you had cern cranking up from what i heard around the exact same time they're trying to bring you know cern up and, and try to crank that thing up and, and get it going more and more and more and then you've got that component of it the, the particle collider and how that releases demonic things into our dimension and then you have like the the big portal that was swirling in the background on the stage that she's going to talk about a little bit there and so it it had all the elements of of a high satanic um ritual really and that's all you see around you There was no room for mosh pits. There was no room to breathe. We couldn't even breathe. We didn't even have enough room. To, like, I'm sore. Like, like this hurts to take a deep breath today. Like, we couldn't even breathe in there because everyone's bodies were s literally suffocating us. Suffocating us so bad that people were bleeding out of their mouths and their nose. People were screaming bloody murder, literally. Begging for help from anybody. There's nothing that anybody could do. The floors were covered in bodies. You're doing your very best. Muting that. We're doing our very best to stay up. You couldn't even put your foot on the ground. You're stepping over other people. You're stepping over other people's Okay, I'm muting that. I'm surrounded by unconscious bodies. I don't even know if these people were alive. There's, there's just people all around you with their eyes rolled in the back of their heads just being moved with the crowds. There was nowhere we could... And a pro some of it was probably demonic possession. Some of it was maybe they were passed out. Some of them, I don't know, who knows. Go. We're trying to push back. We're trying to push back to get out. And we're just getting pushed forward. We're just getting pushed deeper into the crowd. There's sinkholes of people in the crowds all around me. Like, 
if I would have if I would have hit the floor, I would have never gotten up. You can see like adults holding their children up, like trying to get them to safety as a trauma response. Why would you bring your children to this satanic? I, mean, I tell you, anybody that brought their children there, they, they got to get Mother and Father of the Year awards. They really collectively should give those out to them. Anyone that, that had the foresight, the knowledge, and the wisdom to bring their children to this satanic devil's concert. Bravo. I mean, unbelievable. Like, imagine going to your first concert, and, like, you, this is how you think, like, concerts are. Like... <laughs> Oh, I've been to some satanic concerts, let me tell you. I've been to Iron Maiden, um, oh boy, Twisted Sister back in the 80s. Um, Iron Maiden was whew, awesome, say really satanic stuff there. Um, but I went to a lot of concerts when I was younger. I mean, it was local, it was like Lee County Civic Center which had like the worst acoustics you could possibly imagine in Fort Myers area, but, um, in Florida, but, um, I've been, I've been to my share and done my share of crazy stuff at concerts. Um, I would say Iron Maiden was probably the most satanic I had been to. Um, and you know, it's no wonder cause if you check out Iron Maiden, they're a very, very satanic band. It took us 30 minutes to get out of the crowd and we were in the back. As we finally get out, you just see people running out, bawling, lips blue. The lips blue means cyanosis and cyanosis is absolute total lack of oxygen to the point where your lips turn blue. And I think, again, I really think it was a combination of yes, but this was outside, guys. It's it's not like they should have been gasping for air. Now, I understand you could say, yeah, but they were all squished together. They couldn't get a breath. Yeah, well, I've been in concerts before where everybody was squished together inside, like I said, in Lee Civic Center, and, I mean, it was like sardines, and I don't ever remember not being able to get a breath. And I've been to several in my life. Um, <clears throat> so I can't, I, I'm not, I'm, I think it was more the 5G and the demonic component, why they couldn't get their breath. The 5G was targeting, targets oxygen. And, and you can't get, you can't get a, um, you can't get proper oxygen into the cells. People... They're, they're dragging dead bodies out of the crowd. Dead bodies. And Travis knew. Travis had a bird's eye view on everybody. Yeah, because the, the guy that was, that was the main guy they came to see, this Travis guy, who I didn't know who he even was, but he was way up on this big stanchion. He could see everything going on. Now, I understand it was dark, but still, he could see what was going on. I saw video clips of people literally climbing on stage telling like the roadies and stuff stop the concert now stop there's people dying and they wouldn't stop it see everything he was asked multiple times to stop and his yep. responses are you know what you were here for something like that and let's rage yeah it's a satanic ritual when you when you walk in there it's this big a big head of his this this um travis guy and you're walking through his mouth um which is a really satanic uh, there's a there's a satanic depiction of that that's you know with like dante's hell or something i don't know it's it's it, it was it was um all by design on purpose now i'm gonna let her i'm gonna play another one of her clips here and uh let's see here 
Okay. I could go on forever talking about what I think was going on, what I felt, what was going on actually, like, the news is lying, they're, they're lying, the amount of people that I saw dead was more than, than what they said, the amount, like, other people are out here, like, explaining their own experiences with the different people they saw, like, it was everywhere. There was dead people everywhere. Now remember, like I've said this for years, whenever we have a hurricane come, you know, like the one that I was a part of when Charlie hit um, Southwest Florida, oh my word, it was a long time ago, and Taylor and I were there praying and, and it jogged north and it hit Port Charlotte like a buzzsaw. It wasn't a very big hurricane, but it was a very powerful one. They said, like, there's this minuscule amount of people that died. And I know for a fact, I knew people in Port Charlotte, and they said there were literally, like, refrigerated trucks on the streets, and they were piling the bodies up like cordwood in them. And, and it was, they, they always, always, always lie about how many people die in these natural events. Always. Whenever a hurricane comes or a tornado or what, they always have to lie to you about these types and this is probably no different just getting carried out just like they're gone i wouldn't believe literally anything the news says there's no way that they can come out and say 100 people died someone themselves literally saw 100 dead people like it was bodies lined up everywhere there's cpr being done in the crowds there's like there's it looks like what would, would be a mosh pit there's no room for mosh pits there's only room for the eight people on the ground that are dead having cpr done those were our mosh pits our mosh pits were us dying i picked up no subliminal messages from the website the tickets i didn't look i didn't see i wasn't paying attention she wasn't there were subliminal stuff on all the the stuff whereas if you knew how to read subliminal messages if you knew how to um discern they were all over it so in other words that's one of the ways that satan says okay well the game is square you've been warned we put all these subliminal in bed i mean just knowing this guy how satanic he is you should have been able to figure that out but the problem is is you you focus in on an artist and you want to say oh well his music is so great or whatever and you overlook willingly overlook a lot of the red flags that's what she's talking about here but now that i go back and I look at the flyer and i look at everything that i was around in the set it's absolutely disgusting we were literally being sucked into that spiraling hole of death yeah because there was this big like uh, i some type of um gigantic screen in the back where all these demonic images and one of them was the spiral that, that and again is kind of in reminiscent of cern the particle collider of, uh, of like it opening up portals uh releasing you know these evil entities into our or sucking souls into it that type of of portrayal that was portrayed in front of us we're all suffocating dying and on the screen, it reads, see you on the other side. 
along with all the Illuminati symbols and the praying hand literally sucking our energy from us. I am 100% convinced that this was literally like an energy harvest. Like this was literally like a satanic ritual. He was, Travis Scott was snatching souls, literally snatching people's souls. I don't even want to know who was forgotten about in there. Who couldn't be heard? Who couldn't be helped? Like when the people moved out, like when the concert was over, like I want to know how many people were laying on that floor still. Because it wasn't eight people. It wasn't eight people. It wasn't eight, just eight people dead. There wasn't just 100 injured. There's probably hundreds dead and thousands injured. So, you know, there, there you have it. And that, again, this is reiterated and confirmed by a lot of other... The, the problem is, is on the other testimonies, there were so many more F-bombs being thrown. And a lot of them said they were Christians. Um, and, and listen, I'm not saying that if somebody is a Christian in, in whatever, they, they, they slip up and cuss, that makes them not a Christian. I'm not saying... But if, if you're on um, air and you're trying to portray yourself... Uh, or conduct yourself as a Christian, it's good not to throw F-bombs and, and to cuss and to do that. It's just kind of a good thing not to do, okay? So, um, anyway, but and, and a Christian that would go to something like this and think it's okay, that just goes to show you the level of discernment that the modern-day average Christian, and again, I don't want to sound like I'm judging, it's just that, come on, guys, I mean... You know, I knew once I got saved, my days of going to Iron Maiden concerts was over. <laughs> Come on. Um, but that's just kind of the norm now. Anything kind of goes, you know. Okay, so I'm going to play now the, the last thing from um, InfoWars. And this is the same girl, but they're going to get a little bit more into different aspects of what was, was going on here. Every culture throughout human recorded history has engaged in rituals because rituals are archetypes, are powerful symbols that unlock areas of our minds and compartmentalized instincts of our ancestors. Now, again, I am not, again, endorsing Alex Jones, but the other day he was literally on this and I wanted to get to it today, I just won't have time, where he said we need to all be basically trying to get into this Christ consciousness that's that's where we need and then then he said not too long ago that the third eye is the holy spirit and i, I did a whole little mini part study on that exposing i'm telling you guys alex jones is going to be used of the devil most likely to deceive many many millions when the next phase of whatever is going to happen happens because him like mike adams like um, a lot of the people in the health movement now that I've reported on are very have a lot of new age leaven commingled with what they're presenting. And a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. A little sin, a little bad doctrine messes everything up. And Alex Jones is using all the main, main new age keywords, Christ consciousness, third eye, and associating them was something holy and it's not the christ consciousness i've known about that for you look that up online and it'll show you i mean even the, the standard definition will show you how new age 
that is the whole thing of bringing in the antichrist and and the uh, and the um the false prophet into being the ascended masters and this type of stuff and this devil who constantly begs for money never ending is going to be i think right near the spear tip of that whole thing now whether that involves gesera nasera trump sarah bringing that i don't know but some derivation of that i believe is what's going to transpire so in no way am i endorsing alex jones but there are things like this where where you know it's pretty much right on the money you just have to kind of know you have to um take it with a grain of salt anything coming from alex jones that's why geese or butterflies or hummingbirds know how to fly three four five thousand miles to a place they've never been to make a nest because it's in their genetics it's in their instincts it's programmed in and so when you see a big event like happened this weekend in houston with more than 10 people dead hundreds and hundreds uh, wounded and, and and trampled you ask how does this happen and then you see the big portal, and the big crystal ball, and the big hands above it. And I said on Saturday, he's showing pictures of this thing, and it's it's on. Evidently, it took him three days just to put the stage up, and it is as demonic. They could do stuff now with the way they can do imaging and stuff like this that you can't even believe. I saw this one thing. Uh, I don't know if it was on somewhere, and it was showing like our local like stadium in charlotte where i guess the the panthers play charlotte uh panthers the football team and it showed this panther and it was jumping out and it looked like it was this gigantic panther that was like jumping all like running on the field and then running up the walls and running on the scoreboard and it looked so real and I'm telling you, when the Bible says that the chief way that the Antichrist and the false prophet are going to deceive the whole world is through signs and lying wonders and miracles, you see the technology already there. You see the whole thing with Blue Beam, the technology where they can portray, you know, um, the ascended masters or, or whoever a particular religion in a particular region is waiting for, like... Uh, the Hindus would be waiting for Krishna and the Buddhists would be waiting for the fifth Buddha and the Muslims would be waiting for um, the Imam Mahdi. The Jews waiting for their Messiah. All of these are, it's going to probably be the Antichrist or some derivation of some ascended master that's coming back. That whole thing, the stage for that is all being set and they've definitely got the technology to do it. I did a special broadcast that this probably wasn't consciously a satanic ritual. Well, I have to reverse myself on that because now I've had time to study it. I don't know if Travis Scott or if Dre were involved because I've actually listened to both of them and really haven't heard a bunch of Satanism in their lyrics. Oh, they were directly involved. Just to say, I'm not huge fans, but I'm familiar with it. I like some of their songs. I mean, it's on my player, on my phone, on my Spotify account. I listened to him actually great quite a bit but the people that set it up the people that designed it this way uh the people that put out the promotional information and they're, they're showing the scene now where it's the portal is all red which is the main stage and then above it is this f burst of fire with this like fallen angel 
flapping its wings in the middle of the fire. And I mean, literally, the people that died there, I mean, this was a satanic ritual to portal them right into hellfire. And they're just showing you what they're doing. Absolutely, we're engaged in the occult. Absolutely, we're engaged in a ritual of Satanism. I infiltrated Bohemian Grove. I broke some of the first information that documented uh, that real Satanism was going on at Skull and Bones by getting a woman on whose father had a diary and who was a member that was later confirmed to be true. So we've been the tip of the spear studying this and researching this, and they're deadly serious at Bohemian Grove when they're doing these rituals. And they're deadly serious at Skull and Bones, and they have other spurs of this and, and, and other encampments of it. And so now... They are and in, in the back. It's like this big mountain, which is basically has all these screens built into it and all this stuff. But it's like a mountain in hell is, is, is what it would be depicted as this. It's on flames. It's on fire. There's demonic entities flying. Out, there's portals in it. It's a mountain in hellfire is what is how they're depicting it externalizing the method or externalizing the hierarchy of what's happening internally inside the Illuminati of the New World Order and the Hieronymus Bosch type world they want to build for us and they're now rolling it out and that's why there's images of Hieronymus Bosch uh, there are uh, different uh, incantations and things dealing with opening a gate to hell and killing people and taking them over to the other side and that was all shown that was all done there a young lady that uh, witnessed a lot of this and uh, narrowly escaped who was naive before has now awoken now that she again snapped out of her trance and, and says i can't believe i didn't see this before when all the subliminals were there and then she talks about the promotional material in the front of the paper a week before saying you're going to die you're going to the other side here it is and it shows them this travis scott died doing all this weird looking it looks like almost like voodoo magic on stage where he's doing all this stuff like with his hands and stuff and going down and making all these weird hand gestures i'm telling you it's witchcraft at a very very high level you don't get to this level in in um hollywood unless um you're you're into that kind of stuff i wouldn't believe literally anything the news says there's no way that they can come out and say 100 people died someone themselves literally saw 100 dead people like there was bodies lined up everywhere there's CPR being done in the crowds. There's like, there's, it looks. I even heard of an interview from one of the, one or two of the paramedics that were there, and they confirmed this type of thing. They, they I mean, but again, there's cussing like <laughs> sailors too. So I'm like, I can't play, I can't play any of this stuff, you know? Like, what would would be a mosh pit? There's no room for mosh pits. There's only room for the eight people on the ground that are dead having CPR done. Those were our mosh pits. Our mosh pits were us dying. I picked up no subliminal messages from the website, the tickets. I didn't look. I didn't see. I wasn't paying attention. But now that I go back and I look at the flyer and I look at everything that I was around in the set, it's absolutely disgusting. We were literally being sucked into that spiraling hole of death that was portrayed in front of us. We're all suffocating, dying, and on the screen it reads, see you on the other side, along with all the... says, see you on the other side, and there's people dying. Well, what do you think that means? <laughs> Illuminati symbols, 
in the praying hand, literally sucking our energy from us. I am 100% convinced that this was literally like an energy harvest. Like this was literally like a satanic ritual. He was, Travis Scott was snatching souls, literally snatching people's souls. I don't even want to know who was forgotten about in there. Hundreds dead and thousands injured. I have grown up on Travis Scott, n number one artist, loved him. I've been to multiple of his concerts before he was even Travis Scott. I've never experienced something like this. That man is done. All right, so that's an unedited piece other than the uh, cuss words cut out for radio listeners and TV. So if you could look at this isolated and say, okay, they didn't mean it. Well, whoever set it up and designed it was definitely in on it. And Travis Scott does go up on the cherry picker out over the crowd and is pointing down all weird and singing strange while people are flopping around having convulsions and dying. So part of this is the spirit takes you over. You get programmed interdimensionally at these events, not by the colors and the lights, but by the archetypes it shows you. Then humans are all basically psychic. Once they all get on one wavelength, the system can jack into them and basically take control of them. And, and, and so that's why these type of satanic uh, orgies basically take place. And yes, then there usually are some people killed, and then you dance around the dead body. It's very reminiscent to that little Nos garbage that I prayed before. That that other uh, guy that, that is, um, you know, how, he was shown having sex with the devil. That one, the one that, you know, was it Nike introduced his shoes with a drop of real blood in them? little nos yeah that one it's very reminiscent because a lot of that focused in on hellfire and so does and you're going to see more and more of that it's almost like satan's in your face saying listen this is what you're flirting with i'm i'm, I'm i got all my cards on the table you're without excuse you've been warned this is where you're on your way to you know and um i i they, i think they just want to normalize hellfire that's a very ancient form of this. But let me show you the Super Bowl or the 2012 Olympics or countless others where you have Grim Reapers coming down after yeah. nurses give children injections. Yeah, yeah. Now, they're showing some clip here, and I I guess it's from the Super Bowl. I don't know. Save the surprise. Hashtag save the surprise. And I guess, yeah, it looks like there's some kind of nursing thing, and it has this gigantic grim reaper azrael like figure the angel of death that looks like it's 30 feet tall in the middle and something with medical stuff going down here i guess they're giving vaccinations and then a whole bunch of witches if you watch this fly up into the stadium and it looks like they're flying on on broomsticks i don't know how they now you have to understand these, these are real things that, that this isn't projections these are actual real um things they're doing on stage and i i don't know it's probably a lot of it's demonic how they're pulling it off i don't know technology combined with the demonic it's unbelievable what they're just trying to normalize right now and then they kill thousands of children that go up with grim reapers up to hell and they show down to hell oh a virus that looks like the covid virus projected at the beginning of it they're telling you what they're going to do. And, that again, and there's all these pyramids around the stadium. Again, is and black then, magic. And then this is really weird. This and last scene they show, they're literally showing 
witches or on some of them on broomsticks, some of them just floating in the air coming into the stadium. Now, this I've seen this on video before, particularly in Mexico, where you will see a stinking witch on a broomstick or just flying in the air from mountain to mountain or flying around. Now, the, 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 the problem is, is those the footage on this, when it's put up, it's typically taken down pretty quick. They don't want to quite normalize it that much this quick. And it looks like exactly the video footage I've seen out of Mexico. Typically, it's one or two or at max three witches. Well, this is a whole gaggle of witches coming into the stadium, some on broomsticks, some just flying through the air without broomsticks. And I'm telling you guys, this can be done demonically. The whole thing about, I understand that they say the whole thing about witches on a broomstick is symbolic of astral projection. True, but it literally physically can be done. If Satan is the prince of the power of the air, and he can give power to whoever he wants to, and you sell out enough for Satan, you think he can't have a witch fly on a broomstick, literally? Well, he can. I'm just telling you. And I froze it here. It's at the 837 mark of this video if you want to look at it. And I'm telling you, it looks exactly like the footage I've seen that come out of Mexico. And I don't know if it's real or what. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe they would do something like that and say, oh, no, it was just the technology we're using. And it actually was real, though. They just wanted you to think it was that. I, I don't know. It's in the old black magic text and, and, and then the stuff that's... Wait, I mean, the, here's the thing. They're outside the stadium. Because... The stadium has these big pyramidal thing, these light things set up. They're in the back of it. They're outside the stadium. So I have no idea how they're, um, if it's just technology, how they're having witches fly through the air. It looks like there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Looks like there's other ones in the background, 17, eight like at least 18 witches and I'm, I'm probably some are, are being obscured and they're literally flying in back of the pyramid thing and the pyramid is is like set up on to like rim the stadium and you could see them flying in back of it how do you do that i don't know i mean maybe maybe you know it was whatever but <laughs> i tell you what it sure looks real for the middle ages that goes back to solomon's temple and back to egypt and they believe in all this and they believe you need blood for power. You yeah. need... This was at the Super Bowl. Because you're seeing all the people now in this frame. And they got all the nurses. And evidently they're just telling you flat out how they're going to kill off all the kitties. And how they're going to... They're, they're coming for humanity. I mean, they're, the, um, I'm, I'm going to go over that. Fauci said that they're going to try to make sure they're vaccinating infants by April of next year for the COVID. Infants. So see, they got to get that kill shot into everybody. They got to kill everybody off. They got to have all these satanic sacrifices. And this is what they're telling you right up front. The kill shot is a mass, it's not only mass genocide, but it's mass satanic sacrifices to Satan. And all the misery and all the wickedness and all the pain and all the torture and the death and all the hellfire that is going to spawn from the kill shots. That's all from Lucifer. Just like I've been warning for 15 years. And they're going to use the vaxes as the main centerpiece to get people into hellfire. To pay coins to these spirits, to these aliens.
to these entities of dead children and or virgins. I mean, they'll take anybody getting killed, but they really, they're going to give you a lot of power. They want children. And that's what this is, is, is a bunch of demon creatures coming down and grabbing people's children and taking them to hell. This is the ruling class this is what they're doing. And the lesser magic is if they can show you what they're going to do to you before they do it. Yeah. With movies like Songbird and all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. then you will accept it. So the Kingsman, and then now they have uh, movies uh, like Bird Box, where everybody just goes crazy and goes nuts. It's mm -hmm. it's the cell phones, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It's the yeah. program going out. Well, also the show Cell, the movie Cell, C-E-L-L, -L, with um, Cusack in it, that Cusack guy. What caused everybody to go nuts? Everybody that had a cell phone that was turned on. That's what caused the mass total satanic insanity where they just started killing everybody. And then once you, once they were basically dead, I guess it turned you into like a zombie. And every time in that show, when it would show like this big mass attack, it would always flash to the cell phone towers to let you know what's causing it. Okay? The Kingsman, which I don't advise you watch the movie, it's sickening. But there's a scene in The Kingsman where they're testing this technology. And it's in a it's like a real Baptist church. You could you can just tell. You get that vibe. I've been in many, okay? And they turn this thing on, and everybody in the church just starts killing one another. Just I mean, there's it's everybody against everybody. There were no sides, it was just, I'm gonna kill everybody around me in the most horrific way you can imagine and this one guy is in there and trying to like get out alive and he ends up killing tons and tons of the churchgoers that are trying to kill him and everyone else it's a it's sickening i don't advise you watch it but there's another example of predictive programming and and this is why i've been saying you know um I would not have, and they're they're making it harder and harder and harder to not have a smartphone, harder and harder. And I'm not saying all the, all the phones aren't horrible, but I think that when you get into a smartphone, so many things are connected with that. Because if you think about it, I mean, if you just had a flip phone, all the stuff that 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 would be tied into the vaccine passport, you really can't do that on a flip phone. Really, it's a lot harder. I don't see how you could. I mean, a lot of the flip phones don't even have internet access, or if they do, it's a joke. It's pathetic. Okay. And they want everybody to have a stink. It's when they're trying to force you into doing it now because they're they're ending all 3G and they're saying, oh, now you gotta you gotta get a new phone. You know, that garbage. So uh, they're trying to jockey everybody, they're trying to hurt everybody in into the into the cattle cars so that everybody's on the same page and and under the guise of whatever, oh, we got to have 4G, 5G, and and um, how will we have the vaccine passports unless you have a smartphone and all the stuff that I've been warning about. That's what they're trying to do. To kill yourself. And that's what they're telling you is kill yourself, kill yourself, kill yourself, yeah. kill yourself. And, and, I, and I've been in the meetings with the Hollywood people. They've been told, we're just told depress people, make people feel alone, isolate them. All of this is demoralizing you. All of this is trying to crush your spirit because they know that there's a consciousness raising happening. Now, he gets into the new age stuff now. Okay. And um, this is where you got to be super, super mega. I'm going to go ahead and just play a little bit more of this because... 
I cut it off here because I didn't want to hear, I didn't even want to broadcast that to my, my listeners, but I'm telling you more and more and more, what I'm hearing out of Jones is this consciousness is raising and the Christ consciousness. And hey, listen, there's a lot of positive things going on in the world right now. There's a lot of, there's mass, mass, mass protests in every single country against this, against the kill shot, against the, um, the whole you know, alienating, creating two two classes of people, vaxxed and unvaxxed, against the vaccine passport. And I mean, there it's more now than it's ever been. And I think that's wonderful as far as humanity pushing back against pure wickedness. I think, though, ideally it needs to be the Christians that need to be um, in prayer about it, in fasting about it, and in waking other Christians up regarding it. Because if anything's man-centered, it's ultimately going to fail. And I, I can really see this whole awakening turning into this whole, oh, wow, look, the Ascended Masters are here to save us. Oh, what's this Sarah and Sarah Trump Sarah thing? Oh, who is this who is this man of peace that has it all figured out? And his little his little sidekicks called the false prophet. Who who is who are all these people? Oh, but they've got all the answers. They're gonna put the wicked cabal in check they're going to imprison them or they're going to send them out for re-education or whatever and and now we're going to enter into this wonderful utopian era where we have this christ consciousness and our third eyes are going to be open i'm telling you i keep seeing more and more of it and he's on the spear tip jones regarding pushing this i'm, I'm gonna let me just see what he has to say here and that we are expanding past the third dimension and that we are light beings of energy. They know- I mean, this is so new age, what he's talking about. Now, I'm not saying there's no validity to anything that he's saying, but all the things he's commingling this with, he's trying to call this Christian. And I'm telling you, I've been around the new age ever since I've been a little kid. These are all very familiar terms to me, and it can sound like the next best thing since sliced bread. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And then he that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. And for a lot of people, they'll say in their heart, oh, well, look, there's this mass awakening going on. There's all this pushback to evil. Yes, and I'm not saying that's not good, but be very careful where you, who you end up following down that path, who you end up hitching your wagon to. That, that, that term hitching your wagon, that came into my head last night as I was going to sleep. Be careful who you're hitching your wagon to. Because man will fail you. Man will fail you. I mean, and cursed be the man that trusteth in man and that maketh flesh his arm and whose heart departeth from the Lord. Jeremiah 17, 5. Be very careful because a lot of people have hitched their wagon to Mike Adams. And he's doing interviews with David Wilcock, who is the biggest New Ager I know of on the planet, as far as the amount of people he's reaching. And Alex Jones here has all kind of New Agers, including David Icke, who couldn't hate Jesus Christ any more than if he tried. And is increasingly talking more and more and more like this new ager but he's trying to give it this veneer of christianity you got to be super careful with this stuff remember it says if it were possible they shall deceive the very elect jesus christ warned us that in matthew 24 the false the false prophets and the, and, and these types of people physics and so these dark priests are trying to suppress us in this lower energy field 
and control us so that we do not begin to connect to God electrochemically and transcend. This isn't mumbo jumbo. This isn't and transcend. Okay. He talks a lot about ascension, which is one of the biggest new age buzzwords that you can get. It's what all the new agers are, are, are trying to do. They're always trying to ascend. It's in every sci-fi thing that you see. Oh, well, they're trying to ascend. They're, they're trying to ascension and all this. They, their version of ascension is not heaven, okay? It's where they become as gods. That's their version of ascension. It's the exact same lie that Satan told Eve in the Garden of Eden. Ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Satan hasn't changed, but he's changed his tactics somewhat on how to deceive people. What you call spiritualism. That was the ancients knowing this was real, but not knowing how to quantify it. It's now quantified, ladies and gentlemen. It's now understood. That's what this is. Big tech and all of it is a metaverse trying to force you out of the third dimension, which is a launch pad to the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, up to the twelfth dimension. You understand? Okay, so, so this is what we should be striving for as Christians. We need to get into this fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, or whatever dimension, according to Jones here. But you see how subtle he is. Satan was the most subtle beast of the field. Yea, hath God said, question God's word. I don't see that anywhere in, in the word of God there, Alex, where we should be striving for the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth dimension. That's all going to happen once we're in heaven, I, I believe. Uh, whatever God wants to bestow upon us. But these terms that he is using are 100% new age terms. 100%. And he's doubling and tripling down on this. So they don't want you to stay in the third. They're trying to suck you down into a portal below the third dimension in an artificial dimension. So anyway, I, I wanted to kind of go over that. And the other day, then he talked about this Christ consciousness. I'm probably going to cover that in the next study. I just don't have time to get into that one today. Okay, and then the last thing is that there's just a report here, and it's called Travis Scott's Demonic Astro World Stage Design Explained. So if you want to go further into it, I give you there's a couple links here you can click on if you want to know more about it. Um, next one from a longtime listener, Deborah, and this is entitled Beyond Vile Doritos Commercial Promotes Necromancy and Homosexuality to Children and the great video on the metaverse. Uh, necromancy is basically communicating with supposedly with the dead. Like if you go to a fortune teller and they bring up dear uncle harold or whatever and it sounds just like harold it'll it'll speak through the um typically through the uh, witch the um fortune teller and it's just a familiar spirit that's mimicking uncle harold and lived in uncle harold most likely a very long portion of his life and therefore knows how to trick and deceive you into knows all the information he knows and then that what that does is deceives people into thinking that oh harold's still walking the earth he just hasn't found the light yet harold's in most likely in hellfire okay and um because um, unfortunately that's the destination biblically speaking of most people unfortunately and um he's just mimicking Harold or Aunt Agnes or whoever they're trying to bring up from the supposedly from the dead. Okay, it's a trick, it's a lie. And 
she says were you aware of this mexican doritos commercial it's called it's never too late to be who you are this has got to be one of the sickest things i never even thought about this uh, what they portrayed in this commercial i've never even thought of going there but um it's and it's it's entitled it's never too late to be who you are and promotes both necromancy and homosexuality in the spanish language ending by promoting the slogan if it's never too late it's never too late to be who you are apparently even after death and um and as you can see it has forty-four thousand likes to only sixteen thousand dislikes i'm gonna see if i can play this the problem is is that is it's in spanish and i don't i took some spanish in high school but i'm not adept at it anymore so it shows this family walking through a mexican pagan graveyard okay all these candles are lit and and they're going to visit their their um i don't know is it their dearly departed grandpa or something i don't know um yeah something like that this is one of the sickest things i've ever seen ever so they're walking through the graveyard and there's all this all these candles which you know typically when you see tons and tons of candles lit you're you're typically thinking you know the occult okay that's what they do so she's she brings a bowl of doritos to his grave okay which is pagan it's it's basically honoring your ancestors by bringing them food or liquor and basically what you're doing is you're giving the devils and demons a food offering you're giving them a offering or a sacrifice which is very very typical in pagan religions okay and the bible says learn not the way of the heathen this is not something we should be doing i there, there's a lot of things like oh you know you go to this grave and, and if you if you like bring uh, a full can of beer um and leave it there then the next morning it'll be empty and a lot of times that will happen and it's like but it's still sealed and the beer can's empty or you go pour a thing of liquor at the grave and and you know then you can get you can use it like um to get what you want or to gain favor with de uh, demonic spirits a lot of these spirits when um whether in voodoo or um you know these types of things santa maria um the spirits require that you sacrifice certain things to get certain things like some of them require liquor some of them require coffee some of them require tobacco there's different things that you do in order to get what you want so it shows a picture of i think it's it's it was his former wife oh and it looks like oh there's a painted skull isn't that wonderful at, at his grave and it shows it shows the picture of the guy okay the uh, grandpa okay and there's an apple and there's doritos and there's bread and all, everybody brought all of their food offerings which is absolutely totally pagan to the bone and it's also got a painted skull here okay i'm really glad i broke this down a little bit more it's only a minute long or minute 16. this is so sickening i, I just oh there's two painted skulls one on each side okay oh and they're all so happy and re relieved you know he's in hellfire sorry but i mean if this was what he practiced in real life this guy's in hellfire they shouldn't be there all contented and happy and wonderful and feeling all warm and fuzzy because this guy's but see they don't want you to ever think that they want you to think that you know he's evidently just okay with god and wherever i guess in heaven i don't know hermano como te extraño 
So she's saying some stuff, and then all of a sudden, all this blue mist and all this demon stuff starts happening at the grave. Okay, and then the blue mist rises, and they're all like, oh, what's going on? And then here he is, Grandpa's uh, reanimated again it's in, in spirit form, but now he's got uh, skeleton arms, but he's wearing regular clothes, and his face seems normal other than he's like all blue but he's got skeleton arms so he's some demonic apparition he's some demonic um facade of what this guy was in real life it's just an elaborate satanic trick is all it is and they're all eating doritos at the grave and now he has this other spirit that's also an old man that comes out from behind him and, and they're kind of like hugging. And I guess this is his gay lover in Hellfire. This is his gay demon lover. Evidently, they, they um, like little Nas having sex with Satan in Hellfire on his throne that we, which was what his video was. Well, I never even thought about gay spirits that, but see, this is why it's entitled, um, this is why it's, she says it ends by, um, it's never too late to be who you are. So evidently he was gay or bisexual in life, but he had to put on the facade that this marriage was whatever, but really what he longed for was the sodomy. He longed for another man. So because he didn't get it in this life, because he was such a good pagan, he got it in the afterlife. And now he's got his gay devil lover in the afterlife. And now they're manifesting at the grave to the family to evidently try to bring some kind of twisted, perverted, sick, disgusting comfort to the family. I mean, if ever I've seen a Hallmark moment, this is it. And he's got the, the guy, his gay lover has a, like a skull, uh, like a, almost like a death's head belt buckle, which is neat. I, I think that's neat. Uh, so sickening. They both have like skeleton hands and they're and they're, and then now they grasp hands like they're, like they're a couple. Oh, sickening. This is Doritos. <laughs> Oh, and the grandma, I guess, is his wife thinks it's just wonderful. Isn't this wonderful? You were gay all the time, or evidently bisexual, but, you know, you know, now you're springing this on me at the grave, and, and I think it's wonderful. Oh, this is so sickening. Oh, and now a warm hue goes on both of them, and now they look a, a lot more human. Oh. Oh, now they're hugging. Oh, and now everybody's hugging. Oh, happy at last. They can have their gay lover thing in the afterlife. And then in the end, it says evidently what it's saying in Spanish is, um, it's never too late to be who you are. What a wonderful, wonderful world we live in, I think. I mean, who, who, who couldn't be moved? And it's literally from Doritos, Mexico. That is literally who put this piece of garbage, satanic video up. I mean, it. I, I just can't even...
I just can't even remotely process. You, you, you should watch this for yourself. There's nothing really inappropriate and in other than the, you know, the, the satanic lies, but you know. Uh, anyway, um, and then she also, she says, also this is a good video explaining the metaverse, which is what Facebook is gonna try to get everybody to do. Um, it's turning into meta, I guess, where they want us all to have these, these um, basically these virtual reality headsets. Basically what they're trying to bring us to is they want us to live into this virtual world where ultimately our, our consciousness will supposedly be uploaded into some type of mainframe. I've talked about this before. And they want you to basically live in this virtual reality world where they're the ones that are programming you and, and giving you all the information you receive. And this is why they're censoring everything on things like Facebook and everywhere else because they're trying to herd us collectively onto the cattle cars, into the new world order, and they're gonna be using this metaverse in order to do this. I wouldn't put those things on my head at all. I wouldn't do anything virtual reality at all if I was you, okay? Um, this is what Facebook is turning into and how they're trying to connect us to, uh, to it all in order to create a real life matrix and the movie situation where everybody will live in the virtual world while the controllers take complete control over the real world. Now, I'm not gonna get into it today because I just don't have time, but I wanted to at least touch on it uh, Lord willing, I will be doing some information on that in an upcoming teaching. Okay. Uh, then we have this. Um, the secret of the globalist terraforming project will destroy all life form on earth revealed. Now, again, there is no Bible for the whole world being destroyed. Okay. See, Satan has his plans and God has his. What are God's plans? Well, just, I, I can't say every minute detail. But for the grand, broad brush scheme of his plans, read the Bible. Revelation, Daniel, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, Matthew 24, and a lot of other places. Okay? So, while Satan, yes, would want to kill and wipe out every single one of us, that's, I don't believe that's God, God's going to let that happen. Okay? I don't see Bible for that. I see a lot of judgment from God in the book of Revelation. And, um... How much God is going to let Satan get away with, I don't know. I think it, it depends on how much mankind submits to whatever Satan is trying to shove down our throats. And this is why I keep saying, do not submit to the COVID stuff. Because that is 100% Satan's Luciferian agenda upon all humanity. And mostly, he would love to see the Christians complying. And for the most part, most people that identify themselves as Christians are complying. And Satan loves that more than anything. So I'm gonna go ahead and play this. Okay, now again, this is Mike Adams and he's gonna describe this. I wasn't really aware of this. And again, I, I'm not endorsing Mike Adams. I have done tons of stuff, even late exposing both him and Alex Jones. But there are some things that they are kind of right at the spear tip of getting out there. You just have to consider the source and understand that you do not wanna hitch your wagon to these types of people, okay? All right, welcome to the fourth hour today, folks. Mike Adams here. And uh, the show that you just listened to with Alex laying out the full assault on humanity and the energy shortages, the food shortages, the engineered biowarfare, the attacks on children, all of that, I'm sorry to say today, that was the good news. What you're about to, to hear in this hour is the the true bad news on a planetary scale there is a decarbonization 
terraforming operation underway right now. It sounds like science fiction. It's like something ripped right out of the movie called Oblivion, starring uh, Tom Cruise and, and Morgan Freeman. And it is happening right now. And today on this broadcast, I'm going to show you the links. I'm going to show you the map. I'm going to show you, oh, I mean, the, the crew will be able to pull up press releases to talk about how they are shutting down Earth's atmosphere and taking away the molecules of life, which is carbon dioxide, and the element of life, which is carbon. And you are made of carbon. We are all carbon-based life. The plants are carbon, the animals are carbon, the atmosphere has carbon in it, not much, but what's left there, they're trying to remove it, and they're now going to build mega machines, which are terraforming machines, almost like something out of Aliens 2. Remember that movie where they were visiting a planet and they had giant terraforming operation factories there to alter the atmosphere? Uh, that is being constructed in Iowa and uh, Illinois and some other nearby states. It's about five states that this project is now in the beginning stages of being constructed. They're using eminent domain to seize farmland in order to build these atmosphere uh, carbon dioxide sucking machines to kill the planet. Now, understand that carbon dioxide is the molecule that allows plants to grow. So if you want to have a green planet, you need more CO2. You need CO2 for forests. You need carbon dioxide for food crops. You need carbon for uh, human beings. And let me, let me give you the keywords here so the crew can pull this up of what's actually going on. Search for Heartland Greenway. That's part of this operation. In fact, uh, I, think, I think the website is heartlandgreenway.com. And then we're going to bring up a pipeline that I mentioned uh, to the crew during the break from the Hawkeye.com. Okay, so this is a project that's being pushed as a, a green project to save the planet. And uh, as you can see, they, they say they're building the future. They show crops and corn crops, and it looks like it's green, looks like it's going to grow food. But the actual project is about installing mega machines, massive machine operations that will suck carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere, depriving food crops of that carbon, and then it will turn that carbon dioxide into liquid CO2, and using these pipelines that cross South Dakota, Nebraska, Minnesota, as you can see, and a lot of Iowa, they will pipe this liquid carbon dioxide into Illinois, and there they will sequester it. They will push it uh, probably underground. I'm not sure what their sequestration technology is yet, but it's probably going to be stored underground where they will deprive the world's plants and trees and crops from being able to access this carbon dioxide. And this is, this is a, an existing technology. They're rolling it out. And uh, even Ice Age Farmer has covered this as well in a shocking video that's probably worth checking out. This is, uh, they're going to pull the carbon out of the air and they are stealing farmers' land now using eminent domain in order to build this pipeline. Now, it's not a pipeline of oil, obviously. It's a pipeline to steal carbon dioxide. Now, at the same time, the Biden regime is shutting down the oil pipelines, the energy pipelines. And we're going to talk today even about fertilizer and how fertilizer is made using hydrocarbons, using something called the Haber process, which was invented many, many years ago. I mean, decades, generations ago. 
by, I think it was a German scientist named Haber, H-A-B-E-R. We're going to talk about that, and you're going to understand the chemistry of why Biden is shutting down fossil fuels and the hydrocarbon pipelines while building pipelines to rip the molecule of life, which is carbon dioxide, out of the atmosphere and hide it away underground. And at the same time, then, on a spiritual level, they are unleashing from the underworld these demonic entities. This is what you saw with Astro World. This is the demonic infestation of uh, many, many active human beings, right, or former human beings, I should say, who are demonically possessed. They are unleashing Satanism through Netflix and Hollywood and movies. They're trying to take over the world with these bizarre Satanic rituals. And many people believe that the spike protein injection of five to 11 year olds is in fact some kind of mass demonic death ritual, a blood ritual involving children. So what's really happening in our world is they're unleashing from the underworld then, to say it again, unleashing from the underworld the demonic entities while they are sucking the life molecules out of our atmosphere and pushing those underground. So what should have been kept underground in, in the depths of literal hell is being unleashed, and at the same time what should be freely circulating in the atmosphere is being hidden away underground to deprive us of life. Okay, so that's the, the cosmic interpretation of what's happening here. And uh, I know Alex describes it as, as something that would be undertaken by even extraterrestrials, theoretically speaking. We're not saying that's actually what it is, but if there were aliens trying to kill our planet, this seems to be one of the most effective ways they would. Now, there was a scene um, in that movie with Charlie Sheen. And it's escaping me. It was, it was, it was about this exact thing where extraterrestrials were underground except it was a little different the way they were portraying it were terraforming the planet to make the planet hospitable for them and what they were doing is releasing massive amounts of i believe uh, was it co2 i think in the movie the movie it might have been co2 i don't know it, but it was basically they were terraforming the planet in order to make it hospitable for them and in order to make it totally inhospitable for humans so this has been telegraphed by Hollywood also as well okay i just looked up the plot it's called arrival not the, oh no i'm sorry it's called the arrival there's another one called arrival which is a lot more recent and it's different plot but this is the one with charlie sheen from 1996 and basically, they're, what they're doing is creating tons of greenhouse gases. So, in other words, they're basically telegraphing to you that basically the New World Order, the reptilian hordes, whatever you want to call them, the Illuminati, have been creating all of the problems that they're blaming humanity on for decades. And just one of them is the, you know, the, the whole greenhouse gases thing, which is what they're evidently creating in these big plants underground <clears throat> in this movie the arrival and they're and they're trying to you know raise the temperature of the earth um and melt the polar ice caps in this movie and this is what they're trying to to do um so you know that's it's just this is this type of concept has been telegraphed uh to us in different things and um let me just kind of go back to the clip here
do it. Some people believe it's more of a demonic, uh, extra-dimensional attack on humanity. And then other people believe it's just evil, greed-driven globalists seeking depopulation. Whatever narrative that you choose to believe among those three or pick your own, the point is they're all congruent. They all involve the same thing, which is a massive global death cult. And this death cult is attacking our atmosphere, it's attacking our food supply, it's attacking our energy supply, it's attacking our psychology with psychological operations and journo terrorism carried out by the, uh, the mainstream media largely. And they're attacking our biology with spike protein biological weapons and releasing other bioweapons with many more aggressive bioweapons yet to come, still probably this year, and if not this year, early next year. So it's a, it's a multifaceted, multidimensional attack on humanity. Planet Earth has been targeted, and the goal is to carry out planetary-scale ethnic cleansing to eliminate humanity from planet Earth in order to prepare Earth for a post-human future. So that's exactly where we are at right now. And then for the rest of the hour here today, I'm going to give you a lot more details of how this plan is being carried out and how the green movement is used as a camouflage, a cover, to hide the actual genocide that's taking place right now. I'm also going to share with you uh, some chemistry. Like I said, we're going to go through the Haber process, but also the chemistry of what's in the air which is nitrogen and oxygen and carbon dioxide and a few other minor noble gases like argon and so on. But mostly it's oxygen, carbon dioxide, and, and nitrogen. That's not in the correct order. It's actually nitrogen is the largest, and then oxygen, and then at a much smaller amount is carbon dioxide. These three uh, molecules, uh, like, like O2 and CO2, these molecules are absolutely necessary for human civilization to continue to exist. And what a lot of people don't know, I don't, I don't think anybody else has presented this information. Nitrogen is under attack by shutting down the hydrocarbon fossil fuels that are used to make fertilizer. So we're going to talk about the engineered fertilizer shortages, how they're trapping nitrogen in the atmosphere to deny access to nitrogen by plant roots in the crop fields. We're going to talk about how they're shutting down oxygen and then how they are uh, stealing carbon. And 5G is a part of that shutting down oxygen. Oxide out of the atmosphere, which is a, a reverse terraforming operation. And by reverse terraforming, I mean normally terraforming is to give life to a planet. In this case, they're taking life away from yeah. this planet. So it's a reverse terraforming war on a cosmic scale to target planet Earth. We're going to come back. And so you, the plants have to have carbon dioxide to live. And this is why there's actually been a greening of the planet as a result of of more carbon dioxide being produced now they'll say carbon dioxide is evil and it's and it, it's destroying the planet it's the exact opposite when they've actually done studies the the more carbon dioxide that's being produced there's been a bigger greening of the planet than they've ever seen so what they're trying to do is undo all of that and um it's 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 a it's on a scale that it's hard to comprehend the stuff that he's talking about now he goes on for another Oh, the 44-minute mark. If you want to know more about that, that was more of a synopsis, uh, the last nine minutes of what I played there. I just don't have time to play the whole thing. But, um, yeah, he brings up some really good points on how Satan and his minions are doing every single thing they can do to, to try to not only destroy humanity, but the planet as well. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy 
God created the planet, God created humanity and the animals, and he wants to wipe it all out. Okay, so that's just basically the long and the short of it. Let's go further. <clears throat> Listener comment um, regarding insane meat prices. She said, uh, longtime listener, Elaine, she says, Good morning, Dr. Scott. Went shopping at our local grocery store Friday. Happened to see these meat prices. In case you can't read the small print, one pack is $29 and the other is $49. Now, it is a T-bone steak. It looks like it's two point. Let me just expand this a little bit. Two point two three pounds. So two point two three pound T-bone steak. Most of a lot of that's bone. Is forty nine dollars and four cents. And this is like frozen. It doesn't even look like it's really fresh. It just looks like it's you know whatever. So forty nine dollars and four cents for a two. 0.23 pound t-bone steak and for a top sirloin one point i believe seven six it's almost thirty dollars okay that is some insane stuff there and there's there's a picture of it here if you want to see the average weekly allotment for groceries for those on food stamps is around 30 uh, a week. I live in a small town about an hour away from every other town. It's about 10,000 people in our town and 27,000 in the whole county. We only have three grocery stores. And again, this would be more of a rural environment where they would really want to try, try to squeeze you as much as they could possibly squeeze you. And, and unless you're connected with like local farmers and or farmers markets and things of this nature, um, they kind of got you right where they want you. If you're relying totally on the stores, if you're not growing any of your own food, if you don't have any storable food, um, and you're totally relying on like maybe grocery stores that are um, few and far spread in the particular town you're in. Well, remember, they've, they've wanted to target the people in rural communities. I haven't seen these type of price. Of course, I don't, I haven't actually looked at the price of T-bone or sirloin as of late, but um, I don't think it's that bad where I'm at, but I could understand why, how they would, this is a, one of the ways I could go after rural, rural areas, okay, um, <clears throat> I might as well share a vision or dream from the Lord a few years ago, he said famine was coming, but there was no shortage of food, there was food everywhere in, in her dream, but there was no money to buy it, as it was too expensive, maybe the first part of this is no money to buy the expensive food, it may be later it may be later than there's no food on the shelves as for me i'm clinging closely to the lord our god for survival and wisdom and favor in the days to come and then she says i've never seen the righteous forsaken or seed begging bread which is psalm 37 25 it says i've been young and i am i am now old yet i have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread now this would be a good verse and i'm going to give you some more in a second to print out, have in your Bible, if you're in a situation where you haven't prepared, and you haven't been able to prepare, you haven't been able to prepare financially because of finances and things of this nature, God knows your heart, God knows what situation you're in, and these would be good verses to start quoting now. If you feel as though this is going to be a really big issue in the near future for you, then these would be good verses. I, I wouldn't wait until 
you don't have any food in your house. I would start doing this now. What you're doing is you're exercising faith by quoting these verses and ideally memorizing them. I've been young and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed. For us, that would be the Christians begging bread, begging for bread. Okay. Uh, she says, love you and appreciate you and your beautiful daughter. You're such a blessing to the whole body of Christ and myself in particular. We have to walk the path the Lord directs us and to strengthen everyone. And that brings Lord, glory to the Lord our God, Elaine. So, yes. God bless you, Elaine. And um, I've, I've covered these verses before, but I'm just going to recover them very quickly again. And I title this part, What Does the Bible Have to Say About Skyrocketing End Time Food Prices? And you'd say... What are you talking about? What does the Bible have to say about Well, it's very specific, and I'm going to show you. Preparation regarding the end times. Revelation 6.5. Now, I'm not saying we're in we're into the tribulation yet, but we're moving in that direction. And it says, and, I, I had, uh, and when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld and lo, a black horse. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny... And three measures of barley for a penny. And see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. Now, let's break down some of these words. The um, word for um, uh, penny, or no, I'm sorry, the word for measure. It says, remember it said a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny. Well, the word measure is the greek word choenix and i might be butchering that but it's a dry measure containing two sarutai which is basically less than a quart or as much as would supply a man of moderate appetite for one day so it would basically be one a man of moderate appetites one day of food okay so we have that then what does the other word mean where it says penny well, that's uh, from the word denarion, which was a Roman silver coin in New Testament time called a denarius. It was the principal silver coin of the Roman Empire. From the parable of the laborers in the vineyard that Jesus Christ talks about, it would seem that the denarius was then the ordinary pay for a day's wages. So you got one denarius, this Roman silver coin, for a normal day's wages. If we have, so what does that mean? It would seem that a denarius, okay, was, okay, so what does that mean when we look at it in totality? Well, I heard the voice in the midst of the four beasts say a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny. So what it's saying is in the end times, in the tribulation, what will be normal is that it will cost you a full day's wages just to buy a measure of wheat. And that's, I mean, in that particular case, you've got the wheat, but now you got to do something with it. So, you know, in that particular case, you know, you want to know how to make bread or whatever you're going to do with the wheat. And then you could buy three measures of barley for a penny. So what that's telling you is that it will take you a whole day's wages to just get enough wheat to supply a man of moderate appetite for one day. So everything you would do laboring would just be to feed yourself. And that's not including any of the other expenses you might incur. Okay, so 
<laughs> you could see that's some severe, severe. Could you imagine if you went right now and you bought some like wheat flour and it costs you a whole day's wages? Well, okay, let's say, you know, you're making whatever an hour, 15, 20 bucks an hour, whatever, times eight. Think of that. Do the math. You pay Satan, I mean the IRS, and, um, sorry, and um, uh, key in IRS, if, if you want to know more, I've talked about that a lot. Because um, that doesn't, anything you pay into the IRS does not go to run in our country. That's been known for decades and decades and decades. Okay. Admitted to by our own government. You take um, whatever's left over after you get paid, after they take out all their stuff, and that one day's wages would be what is required for you to just buy enough ground wheat to feed yourself or maybe just wheat kernels for the day. And again, then you got to know what to do with the wheat. So you talk about inflation. <laughs> That's inflation on a level we haven't seen. But that will be the norm at some point into the tribulation period. So, if we have wisdom, and we are led to do so, we should prepare for this like God instructed Joseph to do. What did he say to Joseph? Well, um, Genesis 41, 34. Let Pharaoh do this, and let him appoint officers over the land. And this is after, um, this was the counsel Joseph was giving to Pharaoh. But Joseph was led of the Holy Spirit in order to give this counsel to Pharaoh. Let Pharaoh do this. This is Joseph talking to Pharaoh. And let him appoint officers over your land and take up a fifth part of the land of Egypt in the seven plenteous years. And let them gather all the food of those good years that come. Um, verse 36. And that food shall be there for store for the land against the seven years of famine, which shall be in the land of Egypt, and the land perish not through the famine. Okay, so in other words, that you were storing up food when it was plenteous when you could buy it when you had when you could do it so that you would have plenty of food when you when it was not available okay uh what are some other verses proverbs 10 5 he that gathereth in summer is a wise son when is summer well summer is basically when you know it's not necessarily the harvest the harvest is, is kind of a lot of times um coincided with like fall but there are some harvests that go on in summer but the, the, the whole premise is that you gather your food when you got it, when it's harvest time. But then it says, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causeth shame. Meaning somebody that's lazy and does, has the ability to do so, but doesn't do anything. Well, then you, you cause, um, is a son that causes shame. Proverbs 6, 6 through 6, 8 Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise, which having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provideth her meat, meaning food, in the summer, in the harvest time, and gathereth her food in the harvest. Why? Well, so, she'll, so the ants will have plenty of food over the fall and winter to live off of. Okay, that's why. And the Bible says, go to the ant, consider her ways. Um... Proverbs 22, 3, a prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. So that's another verse. Um, 1 Timothy 5, 8, 
But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. So this is something that we should, as if you're the head of a household, you should be, this should be something that you've thought of in the past, hopefully, you know. Um, providing for your own house is, you know, this is part of it, okay. Uh, then Proverbs 10.2, treasures of the wicked profit nothing. But righteousness delivereth from death. So you could be doing all of this that I'm talking about as a wicked person, and it probably will not end up profit. Well, if you end up plunging into hell, then it's not going to profit you anything. But you're not going to be blessed of God while you're doing it. You want to be blessed of God in your endeavors. You, see, you could do all this stuff as an unsaved person and be unrighteous and be wicked. And it's, it's not going to deliver you from death. So that's something to consider. Uh, Proverbs 10.3, the Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famine, which is very reminiscent of the verse that Elaine gave us, but he casteth away the substance of the wicked. So again, you if a person was a wicked person doing all of these biblical things, but they were unrighteous and they were evil, well, guess what? You're going to get your substance cast away. Now, the Bible talks about the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. So that could be a way that that could be cast away. Wealth could be also preparations of food stores and things of this nature. I'm just throwing stuff out there. Um, going further, Proverbs 22, 9. He that hath a bountiful eye shall be blessed. Are you bountiful to others? Are you a giving person? Do you, do you help? the poor do you help orphans and widows and things of this nature which is really the concept of new testament giving if you don't know what that concept is key in new testament giving or tithe it's and it's entitled new testament giving versus the old testament levitical tithe what is how should we give now in the new testament we're not under old testament levitical law guys we're not keep trying to keep the temple of jerusalem going now the modern-day 501c3 pastors will say, well, yes, we are, because the church is the, is the modern-day Levitical temple. No, there's no Bible for that, actually, at all. There is none. As a man hath purposed in his heart, so let him give. But let him do so cheerfully, for the Lord, Lord loveth a cheerful giver. And the Bible talks about true religion is this, to help the widows and the orphans and, and those that can't you know, feed themselves and these types of things. And yes, worthy ministries are, are part of that, but it's a different, totally different concept than Old Testament Levitical tithes. Totally different. But again, the 501c3 church really doesn't want you knowing that because that's how they've ended up building up their gigantic edifices and these ministries that, you know, when, and you got guys like Kenneth Copeland that has done over a billion, he's stated, in um, business and um, has his own airport called Kenneth Copeland airport and has a fleet of harley davidsons and multiple mansions everywhere and you've got the benny hens and the, all these other televangelist type people that have jets and things like this and you know the bible says the son of man have nowhere to even lay his head jesus christ um but evidently they're better than jesus and they can kind of live that type of lifestyle and they got no problem with it they got no conscience about it you know because their conscience is seared with a hot iron what do you expect you know, they've been they've given heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies of hypocrisy, having their conscience sealed with a hot iron. <laughs> well, that's what First Timothy four one says about them, anyway. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, um, but it says, "He that hath the bountiful eye shall be blessed, for he giveth his bread to the poor." Um, 
meaning you share your food with the poor. Now, that can be done through monetary means. It doesn't mean you literally have to take food in your kitchen that you're eating, but it can be, you, you use money to buy the food and then, you know, that can be a way. Just make sure you're giving it to a worthy ministry. Um, and that's that's really up to you to vet. That's that's one of those things that you kind of have to vet that personally. I, I don't have a ton of resources along those lines. I give, there's, there's less Zerbi I give to, um, you can probably find him online. Uh, I know him personally. Okay. Uh, afflicted Bible missions is another one where they have like orphans in, um, Romania or not Romania, but the Ukraine, I think. Um, but I give a lot of different, I give to one called echo, which is literally a, this in North Fort Myers where I grew up, I drove by there when, when I went to, um, when I did my Sunday, Sunday broadcast, when I first started sermon audio, if a long time listeners will remember, will remember Nonetta, the widow, the house that I went to, I drove by echo every day and they're Christian and they provide seeds and, um, a training on how to plant and use the seeds for poor people, um, in third world countries and it's Christian based. So I, I, the Bible says, cast your bread upon many waters. So I don't have just one ministry that I donate to. I have about several and I, I've kind of just cobbled them together over the years, but none of them are like the big mainstream televangelist. I wouldn't give any of them a dime, you know, anyway, um, Proverbs 28, 27, he that giveth unto the poor shall not lack. But he that hideth his eyes shall have many a curse. So to whom much is given, much is required. Okay. And so it's just like the guy that got what the five talents or, or the one talent and he buried it. And Jesus was really, really, really not, or the judge was really, really, really not happy with him. And he undercurred and he incurred God's severe judgment because he didn't do anything with, and, and talents are different. Talents can literally be talents that God's given you. Talents can be monetary things that he's given you, that he wants you to use for good. Um, it, it could be, there could be a lot of different ways that, that, that those verses could be applied regarding that parable. All right, so let's go further here. Um, oh boy, I'm about out of time here. Yeah, I'm gonna try to cover this though. Uh, lawless chaos. Um, the LAPD residents are to comply with robbers now as society collapses in blue cities. Escape while you can. Blue cities in America run by traitorous Democrats are desperately trying to destabilize society and bring down America. They are collapsing into lawlessness and into chaos. Across New York City, Chicago, Seattle, Portland, Boston, St. Louis, Los Angeles, and other blue cities, vehicle break-ins are skyrocketing. Muggings are up and shoplifting is spiraling out of control to such a huge extent that many retailers like Walgreens and CVS are simply shutting down stores in blue cities. Uh, this week in Connecticut, the thieves brazenly looted a grocery, grocery store in broad daylight, walking out with shopping carts full of grocery products and toxic laundry detergent um, and stuffing the products into the, which would be any mainstream laundry detergent. Okay, guys, they're horrible. Stuffing the products into vehicles with no license plates, then recklessly driving off at high speed. See the video in today's podcast below. I'll give you a link there. 
in 2022, we're going to see many square miles of blue cities utterly abandoned by law enforcement. Treasonous Democratic mayors and governors, meanwhile, push unconstitutional gun restrictions in order to make sure the residents cannot defend themselves against the violent criminals. No police, no Second Amendment, no rule of law. You're on your own. Yeah, that's why they're trying so bad to get our guns. Store employees told not to intervene because they would be fired. Uh, Katie Davis um, tweeted... In Connecticut, criminals are loading up their van with stolen island items in broad daylight. And she gives you a video here. Let me just click on that and see if that comes up. Yeah, it's still up. Twitter. Um, so they're showing this person's literally there, right there, filming this slime bag, throwing a whole bunch of gain, one gallon detergents in the back he's got i guess they've got their license plate covered and their faces covered and i guess the the um the grocery stores just let you do this now and it, depending on where you are i guess there's no security and they're just loading up their their um vehicles with this these these slime bag devils and there's people literally around telling them like what are you doing what you, and it's literally like okay here so here's another one some that's why prices go up because of these they're blo uh, blocking out the cussing. Um, yeah, so she's loading up with Tide. I guess she likes Tide better. The other one likes Gain better. And they're, literally, it just, they're like this one minivan is right near this other minivan doing the same thing. I don't know if they're coordinating this or what. And I guess the, the store has no problem with it. They're just, they're not doing anything about it. They've got some um, kind of workers, I guess. And then here's another one walking up. I guess there's three different vehicles that are coordinating this and this is um this is now the new normal the new normal now in connecticut and and elsewhere and it's showing all these people just loading up their this one's got a big old like suburban like thing this one's a minivan and the other one was i think another minivan and there, there they go so and then they, they try to push a cart in front of them like that's going to stop and they just they just smash the cart out of the way so that's, you know, hey, that's uh, that's some righteous stuff there. I'll tell you, that is some seriously righteous stuff. All right, I am totally out of time for part one. We will go to part two next. God bless you, and see you in part two.